It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. All right, all right. We've got a Thursday afternoon. I'm sitting across here from Henry Apple to my left. Ricky Fires in the middle. Paul Boyd to the right. And we're going to run the wishbone today. We've got Jeremy Muck with us from Little Rock, Arkansas Democrat Gazette. He's going to be the quarterback, so we're going to be the four horsemen with him, leading him through the hole today. So, Jeremy, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well, guys. Good deal, good deal. So, Jeremy, we're going to talk uh, high school football. This, this whole show is going to be dedicated to the high school football playoffs. And before we get started, we're going to talk about the games that are not going to be played. And we just got word this morning that Bentonville West is going to have to forfeit its game um, against Little Rock Catholic on Friday night due to an outbreak of COVID-19 within the coaching staff and within the locker room itself. So, Jeremy, that was word that we got this morning. I know earlier this week you had reported that Earl was going to withdraw from the playoffs for the same reason, and we also got word about midweek that Johnson County Westside, a tiny, Rick, a tiny, I don't even, there's probably not even a stop sign there, um, over in, uh, uh, way over in Hartman. Yep. Way over in Hartman in Johnson County, uh, also the same thing. Their coach had tested positive for COVID. I knew that. Uh, coach they were going to play e- East Point County. County. Now, so, I've been there. There's a stop sign there. In East Point County? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. La, that's Lepanto. Lepanto, yes. Lepanto, and uh, yep. so that one's canceled. So, Jeremy, that's what we know. What do you know about any others? Those are the ones that I know about right now. And, uh, you know, it's really, you know, with Benville West, I mean, that's, that's a really unfortunate one because, you know, you're talking about Benville West, which, you know, they were, you know, with Don McDonald, the quarterback, his senior year. I mean, you know, that's a team that I thought, you know, could have possibly made a run in the playoffs, but, you know, the thing about it is, guys, as we all know, I mean, COVID-19 just doesn't care how big your school is or correct. how small your school is. You, I mean, are, it, you are correct. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, J- Jeremy, I covered that game, and I guarantee you there's nobody want to get on the field more than Bentonville West. They got smacked around by Bentonville High like a lot of teams do. And I was looking, and uh, West has lost uh, four games, and every time they lost a game, they came back the next week and won a game. So I was hopeful, you know, they could get back out there. You know, we've had some road bumps, but, man, this is more than a road bump. This is driving off the ditch right there. So unfortunate for these kids. And, and that damn it, that COVID just um, – it's just wrecking havoc right now. It is. And I, yeah. I was – you know, Jeremy, I was over uh, yesterday at Bentonville West. They had a softball signing, and uh, Coach uh, Brian Pratt walked over from the, from the uh, field house or the, uh, the indoor facility – to the softball signing, and, and you know he was masked up, but you could just tell by his body language, you could just tell by the way his demeanor that um, that things weren't looking good. And then they decided uh, this morning. Henry tweeted that out first this morning um, that they had gone ahead and pulled the plug on it, and um, you could just kind of tell that was that was where things were headed yesterday. Yeah, and you know it just it, you know I want to go back to Rick's point there. I mean Benville Benville West lost to Benville last week. Uh, you obviously hate to, to lose to your rival. And, you know, with Benville West uh, in Benville, I mean, that's usually a game the last couple of years where Benville West is able to uh, rebound from that game and uh, be able to go to the playoffs. But, you know, just, it's a different year. And, uh, you know, with COVID-19, I mean, you, if you miss a game because of COVID-19 during the regular season, you're still able to play. But during the playoffs, if you miss a game because of COVID-19, you got, you're, you're that's done. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's the unfortunate part. There's no, no wiggle room there. So that's what we know of uh, as of 2 o'clock on Thursday afternoon. We have Earl that has uh, forfeited its game. 
Johnson County West side forfeited its game, and now Bentonville West has forfeited this game. So that means that the two teams in the 7A West in the uh, 16-team playoff not going to get to participate. Little Rock Southwest had already yeah. opted out. They were not going to be in. That's what gave Bentonville Goodbye. its first round bye. Now Bentonville West, and so uh, effectively Little Rock Catholic gets a bye in the first round. Um, and then we just, you know, we move forward and hopefully, um, you know, but the way the numbers are rising daily, uh, we're seeing, you know, 15, 16, 1900 cases a day in the state. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I, I was telling somebody yesterday, maybe COVID-19 is not a matter of if, but when um, for, for a lot of people out there. So um, just, you know, you got to try to stay as safe as you can. You know, besides yeah. government, I mean, you know, a lot of, um, all of us right here know how serious this is. There's some people out there that hadn't been taking it seriously, but beside the governor getting it, you got your football coach, Sam Pittman's got it. Yes. And now all you got to do is look around at these high school games. So, hey, if you hadn't taken it serious, by, by gosh, you better get on it now. Well, I think Jeremy made a great point. Uh, COVID-19 doesn't matter who you are or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, nobody's immune to it. So, Jeremy, that's who's not playing, but let's talk about who is playing. Um, we're going to start up here. Um, Jeremy got a big game uh, involving a couple of Northwest Arkansas schools as Fort Smith Northside comes into Springdale Harbor on Friday night. Yes, and uh, Northside, uh, you know, I know Drake Norwood has been hurt these uh, last couple weeks and uh, not sure if he's all the way 100%. But, you know, with Harbor, I mean, Harbor had that uh, good run during the middle of the year and won a couple games in a row. Um, you know, that's a game that, you know, I, I think that game could go either way. It you know, could. if Drake if, if Drake Norwood's healthy, I mean, who knows? I mean, yes. that's, that's a kid that you know when when he's healthy, he's one of the most dynamic players in the state. But yes, that sir. game is at Harbor, so it is at you Harbor. Know, maybe I'll go Vanderbilt. So you're right, Jeremy. Harbor had started the season 0 and 4, then they went on a four game winning streak and looked good doing it. But now they go into the playoffs having lost a couple in a row, a couple of close games. Uh, Paul, they lost a close game to Rogers High, a close game last week to Fayetteville, but still close losses. And so you kind of wonder what is the Harbor mindset going into this game? Uh, no doubt about it. But, you know, you and I talked a couple of weeks ago when that loss to, to Rogers, the one thing they were, they've been able to do is run the football. Yes, sir. And, uh, and that kid, uh, Brewer. Hudson Brewer. Hudson Brewer. Man, yeah. wow. he, uh, you know, I, I think somebody was, was comparing him maybe to a young, uh, Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I that's, that's a, a big, mouth. That's a mouthful. It is. Uh, it is. And Jeremy, I said uh, for him to get Peyton Hillis status, he's gonna have to eat a, eat a whole lot of boxes of Wheaties uh, to get to that level. But uh, Jeremy, I've seen him play a couple of times. He's the real deal. He uh, uh, goes about six one hundred ninety pounds as a sophomore. His dad was a big time running back back in the heyday under Gerald Williams at mm -hmm. Springdale High School. Um, he's uh, gonna bring uh, just a little a tick under fourteen hundred yards into the game. Um, so. Should be a good game, Jeremy. I, I think uh, I, th I think you're right. I think if Drayden Norwood's healthy, this one could, uh, for the third week in row, Harbor could go down to the wire on this one. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I really like what Brewer's done this year. And I think in the playoffs, I mean, they all, we always say in the playoffs, if you can run the football, you've got a chance. I mean, yes, you sir. You can eat up some clock and you can keep Norwood off the field. So I'm sure that's the Harbor's goal this week is to, you know, Brewer, the ball, 25, 30 carries, 
keep that north side offense off the field, and uh, you might be able to win a playoff game that way. Now, here's another one I think will be a good one too, Rick, and this is the one that you're supposed to go to, the Little Rock Central at Fayetteville game. Um, Central's a better team, I think, than maybe what their record record indicates. But Fayetteville, Rick, has won four out of their last five games. You know what? Um, Show you how smart I am. I I wrote Fayetteville off after about midway through the season, and I shouldn't have done that. Because I know Fayetteville played a tough non-conference schedule. They played uh, Conway. They played Owasso, Oklahoma. And they played North Little Rock. But the thing is, they had a winnable game against Northside and didn't get it done. They got beat 33. That's funny, though, Rick, how they've turned the table since that loss. They have. They have. You know, I've talked to Casey Dick, and, you know, I'd get out and say, man, he's optimistic. And slowly but surely, here they are. And they're starting to win those games. Their quarterback, Fike, has gotten a lot better. I mean, you know, like kids do with good coaching, and he's still a junior. And, of course, they got Isaiah. Well, let's, so stop on that thought I'll right stop there real right quick. Now. Stop real quick. Okay. Satanga played five plays last week against Harbor and then went to the sideline with the leg injury and did not come back. So his status for this week is oh. questionable. Um, but the five plays he did play, were, he made a big impact. He returned the opening kickoff 65 yards for, uh, 85 yards for a touchdown. Okay. Uh, about the third play uh, – up Fayetteville had he scored a 23-yard touchdown pass. Then he was injured and didn't come back. So that will be interesting to see if he plays this week. Another thing they done, um, you know, they got fantastic receivers, but their running game was just a little bit. But then they move our big big uh, linebacker. K nine, yes, yeah, K nine, number nine, yes, number sir. nine. They moved him. You Kate know, he's Turner. A, yes, he's a junior. He's a big time. He's already got four or five D one offers, well, including yeah, Arkansas. I was gonna say, if Arkansas doesn't get this kid, they're missing a good one because this kid, this kid is Grant Morgan two point I'm telling you. Uh, only maybe faster. I think he's faster than than uh, than Grant Morgan. And, and, now Grant would dispute that. Yeah, they but. would dispute. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know Grant's done a lot of that through hard work and everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe uh, Caden's a little bit more talented. I think, but so, that doesn't yeah. mean he's going to be better because so, that's what Grant's done. Absolutely. And Caden is really on them third and two and fourth and one. They're picking those well, yards up. He's a he's hammer. a hammer. Yes, sir. So Jeremy, you've had a chance to see Central play, or maybe not. You know a little bit more about them than I do. How do you see this game shaping up? You know, the thing about Central is they missed, all, missed over a month because yes. of COVID. And we don't really, I don't think we really know how good Central could be. Uh, and, you know, they got some good athletes with Lawson Gunn at quarterback and Daniel Franklin and running back. And you're right, their record doesn't show what they are. And, you know, it's one of those games where, okay, you're in the playoffs, your record's zero and zero. You know, it, do these guys uh, come up into Northwest Arkansas and play? But I think, you know, Fayetteville, they've been playing pretty well these last couple weeks. And I give the edge to Fayetteville for being at home. And, uh, you know, and if if Satanga does play, I think that definitely gives the edge to Fayetteville. Now, Jeremy, Rick will tell you that Central's the best two and four team in the state. I don't know. I don't. Th- <laughs> That's the inside joke. I hate that when somebody's trying to tell you, oh, they're the best 0 and 14. They're the best 0 and 9 team. I, I, if you're 0 and 9, you're not yeah. any damn good. There you go. There you go. Right. So I think the rest of them in 7A, uh, they, they don't look to be close games, really, Jeremy. I mean, uh, you know, you, you got Rogers Heritage going up to Bryant. Uh, you know, in some states that would be considered a, a, a felony. Uh, so you know, you got that one going on. And and uh, but Jeremy, let's let's stop on Bryant for a second. Um, I know you've had a chance to see them play. Do they have a weakness? You know, it's hard to say if there's a weakness on that team. Chip, uh, that, that's that's a that's probably 
one of the best high school teams that I've seen in my years on the beat. Might be the best. Might be his three-year run that Bryant's had. It's probably the best uh, high school team that I've seen on, on the beat because I took over in 2014. I mean, they got the, they got a great quarterback and yes. led better. Their running back rotation is really good. Their receivers are top-notch. Their offensive line is big. And then their defense, they make a lot of plays. I really like Knox, the cornerback. I mean, he's, he's made some big plays for them as well. And also, too, you know, Brian's coaches, you know, Buck James, are probably the best coach in the state right now. And their assistant coaches, too. I mean, they, Buck's got a great staff there, you know, with Kirk, Kirk Bach as the OC and Quad Saunders as oh, the DC. Wow. They've, got a, they've got it going on right there at Brian yeah. right now. Now, Jeremy, I'm telling you a game that might be flying under the radar, and I'm not going to predict a Rodgers win over Cabot, but I'm telling you, Rodgers is a pretty good team. Yeah. Passing game. Uh, Yes, and uh, I actually I wrote a I wrote a preview on Rogers Cabot the other day, and yeah, I saw that. Uh, knowing that that could be the best seven A game, I uh, think so. I, I think so. Um, two good quarterbacks. Yeah, two good yeah. quarterbacks in Francisco and Tyler G, and uh, you know they both thrown for uh, two thousand yards, and uh, that's a game where you're probably going to see a lot of balls in the air on now, uh, Friday on, on Friday night. Paul, and, uh, Paul wrote a feature story on the Rogers quarterback, Christian Francisco, and Jeremy, he scored 36 on the ACT. Now, so did I. It took me, if you add my three ACT scores together, 12 every time, I got a 36, <laughs> so not a big deal. Actually, but, you're, you're, actually 35, uh, but, but okay. hey, but still <laughs> – Probably took you three tries. I thought he, to get I thought he went for two on that last one and got that. Got uh, that. You know, he, hey, he, he tells me. <laughs> I mean, he's, 30, he, he t- 35 in the ACT, is that right? Yes. Yes. That's correct. 35 in the ACT, he's a candidate for the all academic team down a- here. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Um, he has a, uh, a full scholarship to MIT. Uh, wow. And well, he has. He is looking. I mean, I know that he's looking at MIT. He's looking at Johns Hopkins wow. to, to play some football. But uh, Johnny Brewer, former Manny quarterback, is on, and and Rhett Lashley are on on staff at Miami. He Manny, has Manny Diaz yeah, staff. Yeah, Miami, he has yeah. a he has a preferred walk on. He can walk on at Miami. He has a chance he could walk on at Rice. Now I'm not a scientific rocket, but I'm South Beach as a 19 year old has some appeal to it. Uh, no question. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. would say so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so should be a great game. I think Rogers Cabot could be. Could be a good game, and uh, not predicting a Rodgers win, but I also wouldn't be surprised uh, to see it because they're well coached. Mike Lloyd is a great coach at Rodgers, and uh, he, he'll have them ready. Also, something we talked about a little bit, but we haven't talked about and dwelled on a lot, Chad Harbison making that move up to Rodgers to be the offensive coordinator has paid huge dividends for the Mounties. Hey, even even Coach Lloyd had mentioned when he and I had visited that, that Chad has really, really made a big a, a big impact on their offense. Uh, he's, I mean, it's it, he's kind of turned it over to Chad. You know, the play calling's his. Uh, you know, he Coach Lloyd tells me he said, you know, about the only thing I look in it. You know, if I'm if we're going for it, you know, that's <laughs> I'm going to weigh yeah. in there. But he said it's you know it's pretty much Chad handles that, and and you know you can see what this offense has done this yeah. year. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, let's skip down to six A and which, what I think could be a good game. And Paul may disagree with me because he's he's going to be a Jonesboro homer, root for Jonesboro. But I think Van Buren Jonesboro could be a heck of a game Friday night. I think there'll be a lot of points in that game. Yeah, I think yeah. you got you know Jonesboro can put up some points, and I think Van Buren can put up some points. Van Buren put up fifty three last week against Ben and uh, Van Buren. I mean, that's a team that you look at their record. I don't think they're like I don't think they're. 
you know, the record doesn't represent what they are. I mean, I think they Yeah, brutal schedule. Brutal schedule playing in the 6A West. Yep. I mean, let's face it, in the 6A, I think the West has been better than the East. So oh, I, nope. think game, I think that's the game where Van Buren, you know, Gary Phillips, the quarterback, well, you know, he could throw the ball, you know, run the ball. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jaden Henry, maybe. Yeah. Jaden Henry may be the best uh, unsung athlete in this state. Rick, what do you think? I mean, this kid can do everything. Uh, nothing absolutely. this kid can't do. Hey, he ain't unsung with me. Listen, uh, he's five foot seven. If he were five foot 11, Arkansas would be all over this kid. Okay. Let's just say it what it is. If he were yeah. four inches taller, Arkansas would be all over this kid. He He's a Joe Adams type player just in a. A smaller body, and wherever he goes, it's going to be a small. You'll go to a small school. You're going to hear about this kid. Yeah, yeah. some coach is going to take all the credit for it too. But, yeah, but, and somebody, some big time coaches here in the state are going to miss out on him, and they're going to wonder why didn't we go after him? Yeah, he, he's a heck of an athlete. So the six A West is funny, uh, Jeremy, because when Van Buren, you know, found out Henry, you know, last year they were going to go from the seven A West to the six A West, a lot of people said. Well, that'll be good for Van Buren because, you know, the 6A West will be, uh, you know, not as tough as the 7A West. Uh, not so uh-huh. fast, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not so fast. Uh, you tell me in the 6A West, top to bottom, n- there's no question that it's, it's they're better top to bottom than the 7A West. There's no question. There's no doubt about it. I agree with you. Yeah. So, uh, tough, tough sledding in the 6A West for them. It's like the Big 12 of Arkansas high school football. If you can't put up about 40 – you have no chance to win in that conference. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. So some good games going on in 6A for sure. Jeremy, what do you see other than than that game? Maybe in, maybe maybe good games for Friday night. You know, 6A looking looking at it down line. Um, you know, Thirsty at Parkview. I mean, you know, Thirsty's defending state champion. Um, they they've struggled uh, for the last couple of weeks, but this is Parkview's first uh, home playoff game in 11 years. Wow. And how did they handle the big light? And that's what I'm really interested to see with Parkview. I mean, Landon Rogers, who's uh, committed to Arkansas, James Thorner, running back, he's getting a lot of offers as well. I mean, they're seven and one. They missed a couple games because of COVID. I mean, they didn't get to play Greenwood or Lake Hamilton because of COVID. So, you know, I would have really liked to have seen Parkview play Greenwood and Lake Hamilton, and who knows what could have happened. I think they could have split those games. Absolutely. I think Greenwood would have. I think Greenwood would have beaten Parkview, but I think Parkview against Lake Hamilton that could have gone either way, but. That's a game that's intriguing to me. I, I just want to see how Parkview responds under the big time line. Jeremy, uh, Henry had a chance to go down to Lake Hamilton last week and watch watch that game. Lake Hamilton is is legit. Oh, yeah. I tell you, they can play with the big boys, and that was one of the best games I have seen in quite some time. Uh, you take a look at uh, you know we we hear about Greenwood a lot up here and the machine it has, but I'll tell you. I could easily fall in love with Tevin Woodley, that Blake Hamilton running back. He runs like a stinking tank. Wow. And he will love run that. over you in a heartbeat. And, <laughs> you know, everybody's going to see when they opened up the paper, oh, uh, Greenwood beat Blake Hamilton 38-28. Uh, they domin- This was no domination. With just under four minutes left to play, Blake Hamilton is only trailing 31-28 and is in Greenwood territory and fumbles the football. Oh. Their only fumble of the game. Oh. And and I talked to Tommy Giller afterwards, and he's, he said, Henry, we had it won. He said, they couldn't stop us all night. We had it won and fumbled it away. Henry, what we need is the running back from Lake Hamilton to play for Harrison, and you'd have the big Harrison quarterback coupled with this big this running back that runs like this. Harrison would steamroll everybody. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could not know what – 
What would you try to stop? Man. Pick your man. poison. Well, that's 6A. Let's take a look at 5A. Jeremy, how are we looking in 5A? We know this is a game. Uh, Hootens has picked this as their game of the week. Clarksville at Greene County Tech. Clarksville, what a lot of people may not know, Clarksville runs the wing T offense, and that is a hard offense to prepare for in three or four days' time. So Greene County Tech, although favored in this game slightly, it wouldn't be a surprise to me to see Clarksville win this game just simply because of the deception of the wing tee and how hard it is to defend. Yeah, and uh, I've, really, I've been impressed with what Clarksville has been able to do this year. I mean, you know, during the, during the summer, I mean, they had to uh, miss some, some time during summer workouts because yes. of COVID. So and they missed like their first uh, game or two, their first uh, two games this year, I believe, uh, because of COVID. And head uh, coach Chris Buckner actually had COVID. Yep. So they had a lot, a lot of stuff going on with that, but they were able to overcome all that and, uh, they were competitive in the in the five A West this year. I believe they beat Moles in a couple of weeks ago. I yes. mean, this is a this is a Clarksville team that you know they're going to go up to GCT and GCT is a uh, you know they've been one of the state's biggest surprises this year. Uh, David Williams, their running back, is a pretty good back. We you know we don't always talk about him, you know, being all the way up to Paragol, but he has over a thousand yards and uh, you know he's able to run the ball pretty well there for the Eagles. And uh, kind of the same point I made with Parkview being at home. This is a East first playoff game, I believe, in almost a decade. Wow. So how are they going to respond to the playoffs? I mean, exactly. they haven't been in this situation before. So, But then again, Clarksville, it's been a while since they've been around too. So been I want to say so, well, it's been 15 years or so maybe since they've been in the playoffs. I know since you know they were a 4A team the last time they were in. Yeah. And uh, so that's an intriguing game. I mean, you know, with 5A, you know, the 5A is kind of different this year because you have to play in round games. Yeah. So you have uh, five teams with fives. You have uh, Pulaski Academy, Wynn, Little Rock Christian, Harrison, and uh, I'm, I'm escaping. I'm sorry, too, I'm not escaping. Me too. I can't remember who it is. It's got that other yeah, eye. You know, but and there's like five, there's five teams. Oh, uh, uh, Lakeside. Hot Springs Lakeside. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jeremy, you know, people will tell you that teams take on the persona of their coach, and Chris Buckner was a hard-nosed, tough player at Clarksville, and his team plays that way. Uh, they may not put the most talent on the field, but they're going to they're gonna punch you in the mouth every snap um, because that's the way he was. And his son is one of their, you know, one of their best players. I can't remember if it's Bryce or – it starts with a B. I know that. It might be Bryce. It could be Billy. But I know it starts with a B because all of his son's names start with B. Uh, but anyway, he's the whatever one of the backs are in the single wing, and, and uh, uh, they just play with a lot of toughness. That, that's an offense you have to be tough to play. Well, he, 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 surely his son's name can't be Billy because the ball would go between his legs. That's right. Oh, wow. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, skipping down to 4A. Uh, mm-hmm. the, you know, the top teams there, you know, got buys um, in that one, but, but still some good games going on. One of them could be up here maybe. Uh, Boxside at Huntsville could be a good game. How about Huntsville getting in the playoffs for the first time in, in – uh, Charles Berry might have been a young man at that time, Rick. That's all I'm saying. It's been a long time since the Eagles have been in. Is that because of the everybody's in or they earn their way in? <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're there. They're in the okay. dance. I yeah. put asterisk right there. But, <laughs> hey, good for them. All yeah, play. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, Jeremy, what are you seeing in 4A? What are some of the good games you think might happen uh, Friday night? I like Star City, Arkadelphia. Star City, Arkadelphia, I mean, that's, that's going to be a good game down there in Clark County. Uh, Archadelphia had not lost a game before last week, and uh, 
They lost to Malvern a week yes. ago. Uh, Cedric Simmons was the quarterback down there. was too much for them. They made it four turnovers. Arkadelphia did. But, you know, Arkadelphia is at home. They've had some success the last couple of years winning back-to-back state titles in yep. 2017 and 2018 and went to the quarters last year. And uh, that's an Arkadelphia team that I think now, you know, they've had some issues with COVID this year. They haven't missed three games. But, you know, they've, uh, they've gotten back to form a little bit. And uh, really like uh, Braden Thomas, quarterback, and uh, Jay Sean Jason Davis at running back. I mean, they've uh, played pretty well for the backs this year. So I think Arkadelphia wins that game, and, uh, you know, they'll move on. And, you know, that's an Arkadelphia team that, you know, they they find a way to go far in the playoffs. I mean, you know, you look back the last yep. eight or nine years, Arkadelphia, yeah. you don't usually see it like in the quarterfinals, at least, and you're like, what happened? But, but you really think about it, they got a lot of good athletes there, and they've had good athletes there. So, well, I to win a game or two at least. And Jeremy, for those people who thought that Arkadelphia would take a dip down when J.R. Eldridge left there to go over to North Little Rock, guess what happened, Rick? What ha- what changed at Arkadelphia, Rick? Nothing. Nothing. They're they're still they're <laughs> six and one and have a good team. And you're right, Jeremy. If they're if they're not if they're not in the second and third round of the playoffs of the four A playoffs, it's 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 rare right. that that yep. happens. So uh, you know, teams in four A, of course, Shallow Christian up here is is uh, by most people's accounts or by a lot of I'm, I would say experts because Jeremy's an expert. He's you know I put him in that expert level. Has Shiloh? I'm not an expert, one? and I think they're number one. Yeah, it's uh, they're they're really really good. But in four A, um, you know four A, uh, unlike the six A, you know seven A, six A, five A, the four A, uh, there are a lot a lot of uh, buried mines in the playoffs, and you can step on a mine and get blown up real fast in four A, three A. Um, you know, those are the, I think, in my opinion, the toughest classifications. Uh, that's Arkansas football. When you get down 4A and 3A, to me, that uh, that's what Arkansas football is all, all about. Exactly. So going down to 3A, uh, taking a look there, Jeremy, I know th- this is also the, the uh, classification that there's going to be a lot of play-in games. Um, wh- you know, what do you see Friday night as, as a big game in 3A to kind of watch in these play-in games? Yeah, I mean, 3A, just, uh, you know, looking at the play-in games in 3A, I mean, you know, to me, I just I, I want to go more towards the uh, the buy uh, the teams that have, that are, aren't playing this week. Right. I think you know, three A to me, um, I think a team right now um, that I think could make a deep run and I think could win it all is Prescott. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Prescott to me, they went to Glen Rose on Friday night and just whipped Glen Rose, and that was that to me was a big time win for them. Um, you know, 3A, you know, Rick's right. I mean, you get down to 4A and 3A, um, Arkansas High School football, that's where it is. I mean, that's where you really get a lot of teams competing. And, you know, Harden Academy, I mean, I think 3A, I've said it for the last couple of years, it seems like it's gone this way. 3A is the most wide-open classification. No question. Again. No question. I think you've got Prescott, Harden Academy, Newport Bo- Hockey, even though Newport Hockey might play in the second round. Yeah, Boon- Booneville. Crazy. But, the, you know, Booneville, Booneville. sitting here at 8-2, and two, and you're like, well, the Bearcats have lost two games. Let's take a look at who they played in those two. Who, what are those two losses? Warren. Warren. Warren, where they decided on Wednesday they were going to drive to Warren and play that game because they had, had, had a game that got canceled for COVID. And then – over in Stigler, Oklahoma. Stigler, Stigler, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Uh, which, by the way, is a very, very yeah. good team. And it was another ki- case where uh, Boonville's opponent um, had a COVID-19 issue. And Boonville and, – and we talk about this, Jeremy, all the time, and Rick will tell you this. Why does Boonville go play those games, Rick? Because – Because they ain't scared. They ain't scared. They're not. They will play anybody. Yep. If, if, if Arkansas decided it couldn't play Florida Saturday and they called the, uh, Doc Crowley at Boonville – 
You know what he'd tell Sam Pittman? Coach, we'll be on the bus. Give us about an hour. We'll be yeah, there. We'll be there. He yeah. don't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. He'll play anybody. And that's why Boonville is always one of the best teams, you know, in their classification because they don't mind they don't mind lining up against anybody and they may take it on the chin, but you can bet Boonville's gonna lay those licks too. They're gonna lay some and they'd be back the next week yep. too. Yep. So you're right, you're right, Jeremy. On that, the the uh, you know the the, the guys of uh, the teams that are, have the open date this week that will play the winners of the playing games. Those are the ones keep an eye on Prescott. Uh, obviously, Harding Academy always very good. Hoxie, you know, Ryzen. Ryzen only played six games this year, but but you know they're you know they'll be a factor. You know, you look up in the second, and third round, and Ryzen's your opponent. Go ahead and take them lightly. Go ahead and look at that five one one. Go go ahead and take Clay Toddy. We'll put it on your head. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> and we'll take one real quick look at three A. Jeremy, um, we don't we don't have a lot of teams up here that play three A. One of the only teams we have, or the best team we have. Um, is magazine and, and they're going to be uh, in two A and they're going to be ho- uh, hosting Hazen this week. Uh, magazine, you know they've done a good job over there, Henry. Um, you know uh, Ryan Chambers is his first year over there. He's a former Rattler, um, taking yep. over the program there. And magazine is also one of those schools where they had just a lot of good farm country type boys that, that go to school there rather than going to Boomville. You know they're only three or four miles apart, Boonville and Magazine, mm-hmm. and, and uh, just some tough kids down there. Not, not only that, consider the conference they play in yeah. uh, this year. It's the most spread out conference in Class 2A in the state. The only one that had a full uh, eight teams, the other ones had six, seven. Yep. We had one that had just five because uh, Spring Hill right. bowed out, went to eight. Went to eight, man. You know, and the travel, they have to go equipment and all that. And to win this conference, that's quite a feather in their cap. Kind of is. And, and uh, uh, we had a story this week on Kobe Fawn. He's a good running back, yeah. has about 1,400 yards. Um, and so uh, Magazine had a pretty good team last year, won their first-round game and lost the second round. But Magazine, could, you know, could, they're, they're, a, they're a team that could win a game or two. Go Rattlers. That's all I say. <laughs> That's good. So, Jeremy, we're, you know, uh, we've, ta- we've talked about this a few times in the podcast um, and, you know, and we hate it for Bentonville West and Earl and, and Johnson County West side and if anybody else. But just the fact that we're in the playoffs and that we're, we're moving forward, um, you know, says a lot for the administrators that have been able to, to, to keep this, you know, keep this thing going and, and uh, uh, you know, hats off to them. Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, everybody deserves a lot of credit for uh, – getting to this point now you know it doesn't I mean the job is over though i mean there's still you know six seven weeks i mean we got about a month and a half right now left so right. you know you can't just lay down i mean this is uh in the cases i mean yesterday the it was almost two thousand cases in the state of arkansas right so you know it's still real it's still here we've already had three teams bow out and uh unfortunately i hate to say it but i think that might not we may have a few more yeah so, yeah that's yep. just uh, the way it is, unfortunately. Exactly, exactly. Well, Jeremy, thanks for being on with us today. Always good to talk to you. You bring such knowledge to to this podcast about the about what's going on around the state, and uh, you know, uh, it, we just got to keep on, keep trying to trudge through and, and uh, stay diligent. Absolutely. Thank, thanks for having me on, guys. Y'all said good. Deal. Appreciate you. Good deal. That was Jeremy yep. Muck with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. He covers statewide. Uh, prep football for the Democrat Gazette and the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Always great to have him on. And uh, fellas, we're, we're you know we're going into this week. We've already lost one game. You know, hopefully, you know we don't lose any more. But Jeremy, I think hit the nail on the head. I don't think we've seen the end of it. It wouldn't be a surprise 
in the second round to see teams have to have to you know forfeit a game. Uh, you know, we've already seen state championship basketball games just get pulled away um, in the blink of an eye. So you know, COVID doesn't uh, it, it doesn't play favorites. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's not only week to week. Now it's hour to hour. So exactly. Hopefully we can get all these games in and move on to next week. Exactly. So that is it for this week's edition of the Prep Rally Podcast. We'll be back next week where we're going to talk about second round playoff action as we try to move forward. So I'm Chip Sousa for Henry Apple, Ricky Fires, and Paul Boyd. Thanks for being with us. And we'll catch you next time on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.